You are now listening to The Open Canvas. Open Canvas, this is Taj Alexander. I'm here with a very special guest. This brother, like we've known each other for how long? Probably about now? Three years? Yeah, about three years. At least. And um, yeah, I think, did we meet through Nate? Nate Bahar? Yes, it was Nate. Yeah, shout out to Nate Bahar. You know, for, what up, Nate? For those who know, he's the legend. Um, you know, and he, he's also been on the open canvas as well. Okay. You know, so if you want to hear his episode, you know, you can look for it. But yeah, Nate connected us. And from there on, you know, I, I, I don't even know if I knew you did music at the time. Um, I don't but, think so. Yeah. You know, just Nate just introduced you to me, you know, as one of his good friends. Right. And um, those, you know, who know of you just spoke very highly of you as a person first, right. prior to like even, you know, your musical abilities. You know, I don't know if you even, you know, sharing it that much with people, you know, uh, mm. letting people know. Fast forward to now, you know, and just seeing, you know, how you have sort of, you know, developed, you know, as an artist, but also just in how you sort of are also developing as a person. Mm. Um, you know, it's just great to see, man. I feel like it's, it's exciting to see you just sort of like we said earlier before we started, just like everyone's sort of like experiencing this like upward um, trajectory, you know, at the mm -hmm. same time. Um, yeah. So. So, yeah, you're, you're one of those people, man. So without any further ado, please introduce yourself, man. Wow, thank you, man. Uh, my name is James Tillman, singer-songwriter, currently based in Brooklyn. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> what's up? What's up? Thank you, man. Thank you for being on the Open Canvas. Thank you for having me, man. It's been a long time coming. Yeah, definitely, yeah. man. Yeah, we, we have spoken about doing this for a while, you know, but we were never, like, pressed to do it. Like, right. You know, we were just, like, we always Very knew. relaxed. Yeah, we knew, like, when the right time would be to do something mm -hmm. like this. So, so I appreciate you, man, being a part of this. Um, I'm definitely you know, taking, you know, a lot of great steps over the past few months, yeah. um, or at least, you know, seemingly to us now, you know, you probably, yeah. that process has been happening all along. Um, but True. yeah, man. Yeah. So tell us, where are you from, man? Uh, originally I'm from, uh, DC, yeah. Prince George's County, Maryland, to be exact. So it's right outside of the district. Yeah. Grew up there. I used to play clarinet, so I didn't start out singing. Okay. It wasn't until into high school where I started like writing music and playing more piano. Mm -hmm. And then by the time we got to college, that's where I really started playing. But yeah, yeah. But Brooklyn's home. Brooklyn's the music home. And where in Brooklyn? Ah, uh, Bed Stuy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Bed Stuy, right around Nostrand. Yeah, yeah. As a musician, you know, I feel like you know you have such a great history. Where where did this like journey of music start for you? Journey of Music started uh, Brazil, technically. Wow, so, I didn't expect that answer, yeah. so, so please explain. So Brazil is like where I first recorded the music that I ended up releasing, mm -hmm. Shangri-La EP. Mm -hmm. I had written it in Harlem, uh, I was in school at the time, but had a friend. Around what time is this? This is going on 2013, okay. 12, 13. And so, had a friend, we were doing a lot of demos, up in the city and I knew he was Brazilian my friend Sergio Sayeg uh, knew he played in a rock band but he kind of had left that behind it seemed mm -hmm. to come and study at the new school so we had been cutting some demos just hanging you know like friends and then he came back one day and was like hey I sent those demos to producer who produced my record when I was in Brazil if you can get there, he would love to record you. Mm. And so that kind of started this chain reaction of events mm. that led to me going there, 
that then led to me. Where specifically? Sao Paulo. Okay. So I was in Sao Paulo, summer of 2013. What was that like? Because I've been <laughs> to Sao Paulo, but it was only, you know, for a short amount of time. So mm-hmm. I wasn't able to fully experience the city. But what was it, that experience like for you? Oh, man. Sao Paulo was amazing. I mean, it was interesting because it was technically their winter you know right, like it right. was summer like here flips, yeah. it flipped yeah. so that was but, the first but, thing but winter is more like what was the temperature for that like that winter, winter there is like 50 yeah but low-key cold because at, you know that the, the thing about it is yeah. they don't have installation mm. and the windows didn't close all the way the mm. house that i lived in mm. so i was freezing <laughs> i asked for a blanket the, my friend i stayed at sergio's parents place they were super nice, but like, yeah, so that was interesting being in like, you know, South America, but still freezing a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it was, it was amazing. Like the scene is just really vibrant. It's just a very lively culture. So there's music everywhere. You hear, you know, from walking down the street, just everybody listens to records. So I went to a house party and they were playing like James Brown vinyls mm. at the party. Mm. And so I don't know. It just was this very like Shout interesting out to that. culture. Yo, like and we just came from like a yeah. minor listening party. <laughs> yeah, for those who don't know, like in uh, in Brooklyn and Williamsburg, there's mm-hmm. a spot called BK Warehouse. Currently, every Wednesday evening from like six to nine p.m., they play vinyl records. Mm. Like, so if you're in the neighborhood or if you're definitely around, stop by, yo. Yeah, just a lot of like you know people who just have knowledge mm-hmm. on vinyl and just records in general. Um, who they've worked in record shops all their life, and um, yeah, so this is like a complete detour. <laughs> but, but you were talking about listening to James Brown on vinyl. So James yeah, Brown on continue. vinyl. Shout out to the BK Warehouse though. <laughs> James Brown on vinyl. Uh, yeah, just Sao Paulo was very lively. So I ended up meeting that producer. He introduced me to a crew of Brazilian musicians, and so. You know, I don't speak any Portuguese. I was actually kind of worried. Mm. I was like, Is it, are we going to be able to like jam? Like, are they going to know where I'm coming from? Mm. But yeah, introduced to this guy named Kuramin, mm. who's a drummer there and a singer, very talented. And he was going to play drums on the record. And so I was kind of trying to like explain to him what I was looking for. And he was like, yo, we'll be fine. And he said something that was really profound. He was just like, in Brazil, we look to service the music so we do everything to make sure the music sounds as best it can it's not about me it's not about you and he's like looking at me and like saying this like, not about me not about you it's about the music so let's you know see what we can do and then we had a practice session and that was like it mm. like i knew that that was the sound i knew that that was like right. the start of something mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so yeah experiencing that like in another country mm-hmm. being able to collaborate in that way you know in a place that isn't your home that in a, in a whole culture that isn't your own mm-hmm. or something that you're just learning about i think is it's an experience in and of itself man mm. so like yeah i don't i don't even take that lightly i feel like you know sort of that experience was supposed to happen for you you know yeah. so so what did yeah. you take from that like what was that you know from the whole experience yeah yeah mm. I just remember feeling really grateful, Mm. first of all. It was like a lot of gratitude. Just, you know, that had been a a dream to like record a record and come up to New York and like figure out a sound that felt good to me. Mm. And then to have this journey 
come out of seemingly nowhere. Yeah. I was just grateful, and I think I really felt, um, yeah, I think I felt at that moment that, yeah, music was just more powerful in terms of like, mm. yes, I have this dream and I'm pursuing it and I want to make music, but it's really about forging a community yeah. and the people you meet. And so, yeah, I just felt really charged to kind of carry on that that energy and that vibe, mm. which at the time, yeah, I think coming from like just playing jazz and like going to school in the city, everything's kind of competitive and like in certain ways it's not just about the music all the time mm. it's like there are egos in it and there's like mm. this other vibe that's just yeah. brought to the music gets in the way gets in the way yo mm -hmm. and so in brazil to have the musicians say we're just playing about the music like we just care mm. about the music that yeah that stuck with me and i so when i got back i remember just being very I don't know. I didn't feel. I don't know. And I think that's kind of why I have. I feel pretty relaxed even now. It's like I just think of it as like, yo, I'm just servicing the music I'm making, and so that really helped me going back into this city <laughs> yeah. to just like remember, remember that that element of it. Mm. Remember that it's just. I don't know. That just felt. Yeah. That just felt like. Yeah. I the mean, takeaway. Yeah. It's like you were getting back to like the the real element of the music, mm -hmm. you know, and the human element of it and in doing that you know you you're able to to then fully enjoy it mm -hmm. you know it's like you know why not <laughs> like why not enjoy what you're creating yeah so i feel like that experience must have been really like refreshing too you know and helps even now in new york you know in the type of city that it is or in yeah. the type of country that we live in where everything is almost like naturally setting people up against each other mm. and mm. and in actuality like especially within music like this is something that should be bringing us together and unifying us yeah you know and because we're in service you know to to higher purpose right know? but yeah yeah man continue man so so coming back you know from that trip mm -hmm. um you said so that was the first record you you know that ever was worked on that was the first record yeah so i had like mm. recorded some of those songs beforehand yeah uh, but that was like the first project that mm. I did and that's the Shangri-La EP so I ended up putting that out in 2014 so mm. it was like a year after I went there but yeah I think that just kind of had this snowball effect um, in terms of just reaching people mm. you know with the advent of streaming and things like that really starting to take off it was yeah it was the music got really popular in London mm. Uh, yeah, I remember Charles Peterson hit me up when he had heard it, and yeah, it just kind of started this this like snowball effect. Mm -hmm. um, That's major. So, so even in that experience, from from moving forward, yeah, from coming back from Brazil, like to to now being back in Brooklyn, like mm -hmm. what was your mindset like? You know, mm -hmm. how, how were you sort of viewing yourself? You know, and also you know as a musician, like how did you see your your work evolve mm. yeah it felt more things just felt more solidified I guess when I came back so I felt like I kind of saw my inspirations in terms of the things that I like musically and the path just to like carry on in that and so yeah I continued following into soul but I also began to get a little bit more experimental and look to push sounds further than they were so 
you know, thinking of like soul and like the canon of soul music and the people that make it became really important and like why and also thinking of like structures and things like that. So that was what was going on musically. And then I think culturally, yeah, I don't know. I just started to like coming back to the city made me examine like me as an individual in the city. And so, yeah, I continue writing songs that eventually became Silk Noise Reflex. And so those were based on like these really peculiar feelings that you feel yeah, I don't know when you when you feel like a cultural shift, like you go to a place that's warm and really like I don't know, lively and then you come here and it's a little bit more regimented, mm. you know, and you feel a little more like a cog. Mm. You feel it right when you get off the plane and you're going through like you know, then you go right through airport and, security, and they remind you you're back. You know, they, remind they give you that you. energy as if like you know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so that, yeah, I wrote a lot just about you know feelings of like isolation and and thinking about you know kind of solitude versus like loneliness and versus like all of these different I don't know feelings that I think are pretty marked i don't know i just feel like the definitions of those feelings for me mm. have a very like new york tinge mm. where i really begin to like understand and think about those elements and so yeah i think that that contributed to silk noise and then yeah i just really continued to try and be experimental and like that record did well i got music licensed mm-hmm. you know it began to really solidify for me that like yeah I was just continuing on this journey you know if I'm able to bring those elements and then bring my experience to them and share that in a way that like resonates then I'm doing good yeah you know when you say like you know what resonates Mm -hmm. like for you like even as a musician like for yourself like what does resonate for you I mean what resonates for me it's just like authenticity as yeah I don't know as I grow as a musician I feel I can feel when things are genuine and when something is not you know and so I think that always is something that I look for or that I'm always resonating with it's just yeah. like be authentic to who you are be you know if there's a music and a history that like is endearing to you share it even if it seems like it's like not what's popular or not what's like collectively more um, I don't know, in the zeitgeist I don't know accepted accepted yeah yeah so I don't know I think that like we just live in a world that's becoming increasingly more artificial and so it just makes those types of music that type of art and things like that stand out more yeah 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 like even more valuable or at least the perceived value even increases yeah and i I fully agree with that Mm -hmm. i feel like we need to see more of that we need to see more of those like authentic even interactions whether that be just in like living day to day and or Mm -hmm. even just in collaborating or working together on something it's like you know i think seeing that happening more and more even amongst our friends who Mm -hmm. are like aware of that you know it's, it's great to see because you know it's just i can sense that there's like within yourself and with others like nate and mm-hmm. you know our friend kia 
uh, Madison, McFerrin, and, and mm. others. Like, shout out to everyone. I feel like, you know, just the intention, yeah. like, behind them as artists and as, like, you know, with their craft, um, but also as people, you know, in right. terms of, like, you know, interacting, you know, with, with peers or, or friends or, you know, just you just feel like, you know, people are, are starting to sense, like, it's beyond, like, being, you know, a musician is beyond just, like, the performance. Yeah. It's, you know, the life that comes along with it, you know, and I see I see that, you know, as a part of being authentic or at least a part of you know, the, the experience, at least, you know, but um, yeah, I hear that. Yeah. 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 I think that you're right. <laughs> I think that you're right. I think that it's just, yeah, it becomes more apparent. And like I said earlier, it's like community mm. and like the human element of things that is real. Mm. And so. Yeah, I think all of those people bring that. I think that there's this is a very special time for music, especially mm. coming from this this region. Mm. I mean, overall, but I definitely do feel like, yeah, people here have really like tapped in and and putting yeah life into music. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. And it, for people like myself, it's great because mm-hmm. like I get to go to so many great shows. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like just even like you know pop you were up. at the show. The yeah, yeah, show. the most recent show with yeah. yourself, Madison McFerrin, Melanie, and, um, and Melanie, yeah. Melanie Charles. Mm-hmm. Yo, everyone was just like that was amazing. a good night. That like, was a good night. Yeah, and it's a, it's that baby's all right. Um, yeah, shout and, out to Ad Hoc. Yeah, yeah, and it's just like um, yeah, just really just to see that you know mm-hmm. show in and of itself. You know, you guys all bring your own elements, mm-hmm. um, but then all connecting. You know, it seemed yeah. like you know very like real experience. You know, I'm not just say cohesive. It just felt very real. Yeah, you know, it's each. Yeah. Like each individual saw, like you, you were all serving the music, <laughs> and it felt like that, you know, yeah, um, it was beautiful. in your own ways, you know. So, um, yeah, it's like a great example of it, man. And um, yeah. yeah, what was that night like for you? Uh, that night was great. <laughs> I mean, it was just really a good vibe, you know. Mm. I think that you don't get to see too many bills like that, mm. or I don't know. It just felt like a very soulful night. And I was just thankful to be a part of it. Mm. You know, Madison's doing her thing with the tour. I hadn't seen Melanie in a minute, so it was good to catch up with a friend. Yeah. You know, but like very, uh, very good night. I played some of the new music. Mm. I released some singles earlier this year. Uh, So this was like one of the first performances of those. So that felt good. It felt really like good energy was in the mix. And I could feel like, as, as you know audience members like we were all like engaging in that as well like we felt what you felt you word, know? Word. Like, we felt that same excitement <laughs> we could tell like you were performing it like with that excitement as if like this is something I, I really care about yes you know so like we cared about it because of that you know yeah, continue yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, it was a good, it was <laughs> it's a good night yeah that was um like I said play some of the new music yeah, I just had a good night. I think I think that's it. Really. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Shout out shout out to Melanie and Madison as well. Yes. Like, they both like in their own way just like creating amazing, amazing mm-hmm. like, just sound sculptures. You know, like yeah. and just even to hear it live and to see and to feel it and experience live, it just feels like you guys are all sort of like sound sculpting in a way. You mm-hmm. know, and and like, you know, you can sort of see, you can visually see what you guys are creating. And it sounds amazing. So, yeah. Um, Perfect. Yeah, man. So, so do you feel like, um, like with experiences like that? And I even remember um, more recent, or even uh, 
earlier in the year mm-hmm. um, Quentin our boy Quentin Brock he oh, had yeah. a show and you, you also performed with him there's another show too I think you were at which one uh, the Levi's joint oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. wow yeah, yeah, yeah. And that yeah. was earlier this summer yeah, yeah yeah and just to sort of see how you are refining and expanding how you present you know your, yeah. your music um, how is that how has that journey been as like you know cause you know creating is one thing but then sort of being able to sort of share it in an authentic and real way to you, you yeah, it's a completely different thing, or maybe the same thing, but mm-hmm. just another extension of it. So, how is that for you, man? Ah, uh, it's 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 amazing. Mm. I definitely have been. I mean, I don't, it's it's always interesting because I, when I write the songs, it's I write usually with just one instrument, mm. you know, and yeah. then I think about how to bring that music to life and how to how would this sound live, you know? Mm. So I think. Yeah, I'm always looking at this this mix and presence of like digital mm-hmm. that's coming into like analog, you know, like, yes, we're making music, but there are, you know, samples and edits and sounds and like how to how to translate that live, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. so I've been bringing a little bit more of that into sets and just like, you know, it's always collaborative. So playing with some of my friends from jazz school and and just building with people that I've played with for a while. Like that always feels good. I think it's just, um, yeah. I think these songs have been feeling a bit more full, mm. and so I looked to just immediately like play with a band. Yeah. Whereas like I've done a lot of like solo sets, like with Quinn. Right. That right, was like right. a solo set. Yeah. Yeah, I think that that was really important yeah. with these tracks. Um, you know, I mean, ideally, like, I love, like, <laughs> strings. And so, mm-hmm. you know, it's cool to kind of fill out these sets, you know, and bring full arrangement. But, like, also, I feel like just a show with strings would be amazing. Yeah. You know, or different. I think of things like that, that, like, I can see it. present <laughs> a really nice experience. Because yeah. mm. I think that that's always, it's always the key. And I think about that when I'm recording, too. It's, like, the live sound is important Mm. and I think that although there is all of this processing and other things that happen now with music that's still the root of it and Mm. that's still like what's most important Mm. and so yeah I just am excited and I've been really focusing on like bringing a full sound yeah with the new shows definitely man definitely yeah and um yeah I remember one one day we were talking about like Mm -hmm. I think I was watching like um a documentary on some on sunrise yeah and um you know it's it like literally like that same day like we saw each other um and we was, we ended up talking about it um, about sunrise about sunrise but but yeah, yeah can you tell us about like you know sunrise yeah yeah oh man <laughs> sunrise just the og yeah. sun <laughs> explain for those who don't know you know okay yeah sunrise <laughs> is a avant-garde jazz musician um that pretty much revolutionized like jazz and popular music. He brought a lot of like electronic instruments in and like was a piano player. But yeah, he just is an amazing musician uh, and left such a crazy legacy. I mean, he has like hundreds upon hundreds of records. Yeah. Just all original. Um, yeah, when I was in school, like I was in a Sun Ra jazz. <laughs> ensemble and what was that like man <laughs> oh man it was amazing it was amazing I'll never forget when I learned like his song Tapestry from an Asteroid mm. 
just yeah uh, for those listening you can like pause and then like play that record please play that record and right you now you can come back to this you know actually <laughs> like why am i speaking just like that record will speak for itself <laughs> you don't need me to tell you <laughs> but yeah i just remember that you know it was a very like communal way of playing bringing in these old like chant styles and different spiritual music but then with electronic instruments and like yeah he also he just had this whole other like otherworldly feel i think that's what he was always going for super inspiring but i remember listening to a lot of his music at that time yeah yeah no it's powerful man and i, and I feel like it all connects you know mm-hmm. also as well um mm-hmm. You know, you've been, you know, releasing, you know, a lot of new work, you know, where they yeah. just be, you know, the music or also visuals as well, man. So how has that been? You know, it seems like now that you're sort of like entering this new phase yeah. um, of just living, how is it now being able to share that with people who enjoy it? Oh, man, it's amazing. It's, yeah, I think now I think, yeah, an element of it is just living, you know, and so... I'm just thankful it's it's feeling like I'm making and creating work with like family mm. you know and so a friend of mine Jared Royal really good friend film director uh, yeah we worked on visuals uh, there's a guy Justin Sloan and then Denzel Boyd that are out in California mm. those are like my homies and so it's really just a, a pleasure to just think of visual worlds and all of these other things that are elements of the music but to bring those to life you know and so i shot a bunch of super eight over the last few years and you know along with them we've been starting to kind of piece out Mm. parts of it Mm -hmm. so yeah i don't know i don't feel it doesn't feel rushed it doesn't feel uh it just feels like yeah living life which is beautiful Mm. so a lot of the new music yeah it's just immediately having a visual representation of it to share feels really good yeah and i think it helps me communicate a bit more of like my story and things like that like Mm. i went up to indiana uh gary indiana's where my family's from my grandmother still lives there and so i shot a lot of footage you know of her and of that area and then i've just been really mindful of taking it when i travel so Mm. i went to tokyo and shot some stuff there um (laughs) and then sprung to LA. So it's just like having all of these. What was Tokyo like? <laughs> Tokyo, I'm, yeah, Tokyo, I'm getting back to it. Yeah, yeah. It was amazing. It's just such a beautiful city and such a efficient city. Mm. And so in the modern world, you're just like, could there be any better a city than Tokyo? Mm. You know, I felt that feeling there a couple of times. But yeah, I went there to do a show uh, there's this cool band Wonk with uh, the jazz homies that are out there. Shout out to them. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go listen to that. Uh, Shout out to Wonk. That name just sounds like I should be listening to them. All right, cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, yeah, I went out there. I did a show with them. And like Tokyo has just been a really big support of my music. Uh, the last record I put out, Silk mm-hmm. Noise Reflex, mm-hmm. I released it on tape there. And this guy, Taro Tsunoda, has a shop called Waltz. Mm. They sold it out of there. They sold out of it. Nice. That led to Apre Me D Records doing a special edition CD release. And like, and 
then that led to me going out there. So I performed. Wow. Um, but yeah, back to the. I mean, I made sure yeah. I had my camera. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's a whole nother like chapter. <laughs> we, we get we, into we that just, one. Like, yeah, we just we, peeked we, in and then like yeah, we keep it rolling. Yeah, oh, man, just, that's amazing, man. Yeah, no, like that, I really have to say, like that's an amazing experience. It just sounds like. Your, your life was sort of matching like the creation you know part you yeah. know it's like you know sort of as you were living a more full life and a more like full experience and seeing new places mm -hmm. it sort of also like impacts the creation as well you know oh, it's like you're, you're able to sort of now create in a more full way as well mm -hmm. um, but yeah yeah man that's, that's dope to hear thank you man man wow yeah yeah japan i recommend everybody go. <laughs> <laughs> yo definitely I, I, that's definitely a spot i'm gonna check out at yeah. Some point. yeah yeah i'm man. working on a record with this producer dharma Dharma. he's based out of there okay and so yeah we're finishing up a project nice. and so nice looking yeah. forward to that one <laughs> yeah man so yeah like i feel like there's so much more we can talk about and i feel like yeah. we, we'll have more to talk about you know very soon too so we should like have a part you know part two for okay. sure man definitely definitely Most stuff yeah man so thank you for like even sharing if there's like anything that you're like working mm -hmm. on now and are like releasing in the near future please let us know man let thank know you man yeah i mean all the music is on spotify i'm at james tillman on ig but yeah i'm releasing some singles at the top of the year nice. um and it's probably a fuller ep close to the end of spring but yeah just thank you taj for having this platform and creating space for us to talk community and just putting on like it's like moments like these and experiences like this that need to be shared and so thank you for even providing a platform thank you man yeah. that's it i appreciate that man thank you thank you bro so yeah i'm taj alexander with my homie here james tillman thank you very much yes and we out peace peace <laughs> to find out more about the open canvas hit up our website theopencanvas.com also stay tuned to our instagram at the open canvas and for any questions or inquiries hit up my email Taj, T-A-J, dot opencanvas at gmail.com. This has been The Open Canvas, produced by Taj Alexander.